Hello everyone, welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and here we share stories from women around the world to inspire, encourage, and empower women and young girls to dream without limitations. Today, I have the ultimate pleasure of speaking with Ms. Christelle Biga, and she's an expert speaker from Los Angeles, so I'm so excited for her to share your story, her, show, her story with you guys today and just get to know so much more about her and all the things that she's doing in this world. So hi, Christelle, how are you doing today? Hi, Maya. I'm doing great. Great. I mean, yeah, doing fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing awesome. I'm excited to get into this podcast interview. So I want to start off by letting you um, allow the audience to know a little bit more about yourself and what you do. All right. So I'm Crystal Biga. I'm originally from Cameroon. That's why you have this beautiful accent. I moved <laughs> into Los Angeles almost five years ago now. And yeah, so my journey was pretty interesting. We'll probably get a chance to get into it during the interview. Mm -hmm. But right now, I'm mostly focusing on speaking, sharing my message mm -hmm. on, you know, platforms around the world through internet right now, right? Mm -hmm. Virtually. But yeah, so basically, that's what I focus on. And my audience is mostly female entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. because I believe that entrepreneurs are creators. And mm -hmm. for us to create, we need to be so much connected with who we really are to show up in the world in the truest, you know, and the most powerful version of ourselves. We are so powerful mm -hmm. that my, my work is really to take people back in the journey of remembering who we really are as human beings, remembering our power, remembering mm -hmm. what we are really capable of and showing, off, showing up in the world from that place of power from that place right. of knowing, from that place of remembering our true nature, our divine nature, our power and all of the things. So yeah, so I'm really happy to be here with you today. And yeah, let's, let's get into it. Yes, I'm so here for it. You know, I'm all about recognizing our power, recognizing our values and using that to our greatest advantage. So I'm excited to hear more from you. So let us know a little bit more about what brought you onto this journey that you're on now. Um, what was a light in the, your head or in your life that helped you to choose this path that you're on now? Hmm, good question. I I didn't have the light bulb. <laughs> you know, spoiler <laughs> alert. There was no light bulb. <laughs> you know, the thing is, <laughs> our life is really a journey. That's how I see it. It's a journey. And so mm -hmm. for me, it was a journey to be where I am today. And I, I know I'm not at the end of the journey. I'm still right. on that path. But mm -hmm. it was... um couple a lot of things along the way that led me to where I am today like most of us you know some so one thing that make us who mm -hmm. we are today is a series mm -hmm. of events that you know build us and take us on a journey mm -hmm. that ultimately take us where we are today so for me it was a long journey mm -hmm. that you know sometimes I was missing some pieces and I had to remember those pieces along the way when I moved in here um I came just with one idea I'm gonna mm -hmm make my American dream happen right mm -hmm. and not because I had you know my life was bad back home mm -hmm. it was just I needed more I don't know right. if you relate to that feeling of you just know you want more mm -hmm. even though you don't exactly have a clear picture of what that more is right mm -hmm. so when I moved in here a uh, personal development journey became something that I learned to discover and dig deep into it I invested in, co in coaches and programs and started you know building myself in that sense mm -hmm. and in that journey of you know my personal development journey I started mm -hmm. re remembering who I really am of course mm -hmm. when I moved in here 
you know, you are in a new place. I barely spoke English anyway. So I had to figure out a way to, to pay my bills. I had no family, anything mm-hmm. to, you know, anything for me. So I had to figure things out. So of course you're going to have to get a job to pay bills. And I got, you know, blessed to find a job at LAX mm-hmm. with an airline. Great job. And fast enough, in less than a year, I became a manager, which never happened to the company. But, right. you know, so I was in a good place. Mm-hmm. But in the good place, really, because of a paycheck that would allow that was allowing me to pay my bills, pay my rent, and leave, right? Not mm-hmm. have to be on the street. But I wasn't right. in a good place inside of myself because mm-hmm. I always had that fire in me to do something big in the world. And I, yes, I was doing a great job, you know, at the airport, helping people, serving away, anyway, anyhow. But mm-hmm. I knew there was there was big something bigger. I couldn't at the time really pointed out I started remembering who I am I started remembering Mm -hmm. what matters for me I started remembering to really connect with what that feeling of wanting more was I started having you know memories of me being a little girl just wandering on the street and seeing a complete stranger stopping by Mm -hmm. and wondering is this person happy and I would catch myself up and I'm like you don't even know this person why does that even matter to you if the person is happy or not right Right. (laughs) But it mattered. It mattered for mm-hmm. me for those few minutes, I would, seconds I would stop there. It was really a burden in my heart. Like, is this person happy? It really was really a great deep question for me. And it mattered for me to find the answer, even though at the time I didn't know what it meant. So I started thinking about, you know, me uh, in my younger adult age, you mm-hmm. know, before going to bed wondering, okay, I see, I was looking around me and seeing, you know, people back home over there I don't know if it was the same thing in the U.S. when Rihanna would come up with a new hairstyle Mm -hmm. you know you have to have that hairstyle right so (laughs) (laughs) so I was watching all those things and just saying noticing that people needed guidance some way somehow you know Mm -hmm. because for them to follow somebody that just does the hairstyle she likes all of them feel like oh we have to have the same one right right Oprah will say oh I ate ate to that restaurant it was great everybody must Mm -hmm. eat in that place right so mm-hmm. i was just noticing those things and seeing that people what it meant meant for me was that people needed guidance people mm-hmm. were looking for people to show them the way whatever right. the way was the right? trends <laughs> exactly just just show me what hairstyle just show me what restaurant just just show me mm-hmm. something that i need to do because it's like i don't know what to do myself show mm-hmm. me so i was like okay people need guidance people are hungry and i was just wondering playing with that question in my mind because I couldn't figure out at the time how I can make that happen. So I was like, if people are so hungry for guidance, I would love to be that person, that voice that can really guide people, but for deeper things than just, you know, mm-hmm. what to wear, how to look, what to eat, you know, what mm-hmm. book to read, which is great, but something deeper. Because again, mm-hmm. that desire to see people happy was still in my heart. It mm-hmm. hadn't left me. So something right. that can actually help people be happy, like really mm-hmm. happy. So I started playing with that. And, I, and then I, I remember going back, going to sleep and just saying, well, I'm not Oprah for sure. So it's not happening. Mm. Just go to sleep, right? But mm. so when I came here and I started that journey of, you know, personal development, working with coaches, I started, it started making sense for me that I really mm. wanted to help people. I really wanted to guide people. Mm. I really wanted to be that leader people probably needed, but mm. to be, make their life happier. And the, mm thing that made sense for me was to become a coach to be that guy to be that lead so I became a coach which was also a tough journey entrepreneurs listening to this now can probably relate I had to make a decision (laughs) will I quit my job 
We like you the safety of my paycheck mm -hmm. and engage in this entrepreneurship journey that is for me was more crazy because I had no backup plan. Like if I feel I can go sleep in my mom's basement, but right. I had no, I didn't have that option. I'm a foreigner. Mm -hmm. So it had to work really. Right. And I could have, you know, worked both like part-time uh, building my business. A lot of people do that. And I was in entrepreneurship groups. And so I was hearing those stories of people building it as a high a side hustle. Mm -hmm. But for me, Again, because we are all in our own path, it wasn't my path. It wasn't an option for me. Mm -hmm. I tried that, but I knew it wasn't an option for me. So I had to quit, which was really, mm -hmm. really, really scary. Like yeah. I was freaking out. I remember crying, <laughs> freaking out, shaking, all of the things. But I knew mm -hmm. because I, at that point, I learned to, listen, to know, you know, the leads from my soul, the leads from my heart, the leads from within me not mm -hmm. being led by circumstances or by my head okay this doesn't make sense how are you going to do you don't have a client yet if you leave your job how are you going to pay your rent how are you do this right. so all those conversations I, at that point i was in a place of knowing the real conversation to entertain mm -hmm. which was a conversation from my soul even though it was scary i took that leap i tried to quit the first time my manager said nope you're not quitting so I wasn't mm -hmm. the, the person that, oh, and my job, I hated my job. You know, my boss was an ass, so I'm going to go do, be my own boss. It wasn't my mm -hmm. story. I was really right. with a great company, great team. You know, everything was just mm -hmm. fine. And I, was, I had a great career ahead of me. If I became manager mm -hmm. less than a year, who knows what could have happened right. in five years, right? Mm -hmm. But I had to make that tough decision. That was my part. So when my manager said no, my brain was like, okay, you better forget about this idea because even if you want to believe like it's God or universe leading you to do this. See, he said no. So it's not your fault. You tried mm -hmm. it. I tried to stay again, but it didn't work out. The, the longer I was staying, the harder it was becoming. Not only for right. me, but also for my team. For the, for, mm -hmm. yeah, for my team. And that's something I want to, for people to hear because sometimes when we have those decisions to make for our own lives, we feel like, oh, uh, what are people going to say? What are people right. going to think? And we sometimes compromise. Always thinking about other people. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we sometimes compromise thinking it's the best thing to do for them mm -hmm. when in reality, it's not serving them. Right. Anytime we don't honor ourselves, anytime we mm -hmm. don't listen, because the, the reason why your soul is calling you to do something, is taking you to a direction, is for the greatest good. So mm -hmm. anytime you don't listen to that calling, you, you, you get into your head and like, what are people going to say? How scary it is? You mm -hmm. feel like, oh, I'm making people happy, but actually I'm not serving them. That's what happened. My team right. begged me, don't leave. My manager said, no, you're not quitting for the greatest good for the company. Like, so for me, I was like, okay, I'm not going to disappoint them. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, you know, uh, deceive them because they put so much trust in me. Now mm -hmm. I cannot let them down. That's right. the, okay. I'm not going to let them down. So I thought mm -hmm. at that moment being in my head, like I'm, serve, I'm being at service for others, right? But I wasn't mm -hmm. because when I was paying attention to how the atmosphere changed, I knew mm -hmm. I was not serving them. Even though it looked like it, they seemed mm -hmm. happy that I decided to stay. But I knew paying attention to things that were happening that the things that started going sour was because mm -hmm. I wasn't supposed to be there anymore. If right, you were looking energy. for, you were exactly. looking for things like fulfilled you, gave you fulfillment in your life. And I think that's what a lot of people are looking for um 
in this world in general, just things that'll give us fulfillment in our lives, just because sometimes we have to do things that we may not enjoy, but you know, it doesn't mean that you have to go your entire life without doing the things that give you fulfillment and joy. Yes, for sure. So I had to make that tough decision. I finally did, even though the second time again, the HR said, no, she gave me a leave of absence that mm-hmm. I took. And then I was like, okay, I have this how many, three months, I believe she gave me. I'm, I mm-hmm. need to make this happen. I worked really hard to make this happen. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the three months, I had zero client, zero. So mm-hmm. now I had to make a decision. Do I go back to work? Because now I need money. I have no clients and this mm-hmm. is not happening. And I still have my bills to pay. So mm-hmm. what do I do now? And then I decided to follow, follow my, my guidance, my inner guidance. I decided to quit, even though it was scary, even though it didn't make any sense, even though mm-hmm. it was the craziest thing to do. I mm-hmm. did it. And, and just for the universe or God, whatever you believe in, to show me that I made the right decision that same week when I quit fully mm-hmm. completely i got my first client as a coach right mm-hmm. so that was an that's how now as a coach i be, i'm now an, an entrepreneur right now i have i have to make money that's what entrepreneurship is when you start a business you want to make money you want to be you want to be successful you want to help as many people as possible mm-hmm. and it became a tough journey for me yeah it became a tough journey because i was i would join a program because I was joining the program and not getting the results, not because the programs were not good, the coaches were great, mm-hmm. but because right. I was coming, hoping that those programs will save me, will do, will help me get where I wanted to go. I was coming from the wrong energy because mm-hmm. a program is not the solution for you. A coach mm-hmm. is not the solution for you. You are the solution mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. That's so what, would want... you, so what would you say other than, you know, coming to a new country, having to fight the battles of entrepreneurship and coming into your space and finding your pathway, what would you say were some of your biggest obstacles? My biggest obstacles along the way were really me. Mm-hmm. You know, every time I didn't understand, I was too much into my head or disconnected mm-hmm. from myself to not listen, pay attention to how I really felt about the things I was doing. Because that's right. a big thing, you know. Some people call mm-hmm. it alignment. I love to mm-hmm. call it, you know, something deeper. But every time I found myself in challenging situations, you know, where like where I found myself like, now what? What am I going to do now? I like mm-hmm. I'm 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 in the middle of nowhere. I found myself there because I was in my head doing things that I thought I should be doing, things right. that made sense, even though they didn't feel right. For example, when I was saying that I was in programs and I didn't get the result, great programs, paying a lot mm-hmm. of money, other mm-hmm. people were getting results. So meaning the programs were working. It wasn't mm-hmm. that the program didn't work, but it wasn't for me. So for right. me, it was frustrating. The frustration I felt along the way, the you know anger mm-hmm. or wanting to cry or give up were always coming because in the first place, making the decision to join the program, it was from a place of fear. If I don't, if this is what was going to save me, if I don't, I need to do something. I never, mm-hmm. in those moments, to pay attention. Is it really the, my next move? Is it really my next aligned action? No, it right. wasn't. It was just my next logical action. So mm-hmm. that's the biggest challenges I got, finding myself in things that were not working for me. Now I'm paying all that money. I'm getting frustrated. 
And I have to look at myself in the mirror and know mm-hmm. that, no, 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 it's not about a program. It's not that a program doesn't work, it works. Mm-hmm. It's about me not supposed right. to be there. And I, I have love to that you said, I love that you said that because I feel like, you know, in this world, everyone is looking for those multiple streams of income or different things that'll boost their income in their lives. And sometimes we look at something that's giving someone else success. And then we try to get into it and we're like, why aren't we being successful? And it's sometimes it's because that's not for you. That's not, you know, everything is not for everybody. If you're not passionate about it, if you don't feel the the right feelings about it, then it's not going to work for you. Exactly. So I love that you mentioned that about your story. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So really, those were the biggest, biggest challenges that I had along the way. I had to own who I am I, I, I had to mm-hmm. and it's it, and, and I understand that sometimes it's not that easy you know right. because the whole world around you can be mm-hmm. going one way and you feel the pressure even if mm-hmm. nobody's pressuring you you feel mm-hmm. that pressure that okay and I, I must go this way because mm-hmm. how can I go in a different direction when everyone else is going in this direction I remember for example right. Uh, when I started thinking about getting more into speaking more than on anything else, asking mm-hmm. to a girlfriend of mine that, you know, I met in a business program, she was in podcast in all of that. I say, hey, I want to start going on podcast. How do you, you know? And then she's like, you know, you just get got started. She was coming from a loving place, right? She wasn't, you know, it wasn't being mean or anything. She was really mm-hmm. genuinely thinking it was the best advice at the time. She, mm-hmm. So she told me that you're new, you don't have, you know, people don't, you know, start following you or buy into your coaching because they hear you once in a podcast. So you need right now to create maybe a free downloadable or something for them to get in your email list and then you nurture Mm -hmm. them. And and I was like, "Mm," she said, if you just give your calendar link, most likely people are not going to book because they don't know you. Mm, At all. (laughs) Right? You have to to make a name for yourself before you can think that people will think that you're credible. (laughs) <laughs> but but listen listen to the interesting part of this story then mm-hmm. the thing is something in me just knew that maybe that's you know it's true i'm not saying mm-hmm. she wasn't saying the truth but i can create something different for myself because mm-hmm. it's not like it's a rule nobody right. can it's, it's not, not it's not set in stone exactly. <laughs> so i decided that okay if it's not a rule i'm going to create my own rule i mm-hmm. am going to go on podcast because i believe people I don't have to wait until I have uh, all the things she mentioned to start mm-hmm. talking to people. So I'm going to go right. there and I don't have a downloadable or anything like that. I'm just going to give my calendar link and offer the opportunity to people to talk to me if they want to. Mm-hmm. And guess what? People are booking calls. Mm-hmm. Right? Just yeah. to say that is really, in the, that's what I, I took that example just to share that. Sometimes it's hard for people to follow their, their right. where the soul is lead, leading them. You mm-hmm. feel called to do something and maybe you ask, we'll do that, right? We, we, we support each other in this journey. So somebody mm-hmm. will share her experience with you. But right. at the end of the day, you have to always, because your soul sees what humans don't see. I love, mm-hmm. I love to call that the divine in us because we are 100% human, 100% divine. So mm-hmm. all those pearls that you have to, do something that your brain doesn't really understand are coming from something higher than your brain. That's mm-hmm. why you, you feel like doing something that feels how. Because mm-hmm. your brain is not at that place yet, but the divine part in you is seeing something big 
that you don't see now with your physical eyes. But if you right. stop to listen, like, okay, it doesn't make sense. This is the steps by steps. This is how we do it. Uh-huh. That's limiting. That's missing out on, on the bigger picture. The change makers, I think entrepreneurs are people that are really here to change the world. Solve problems is changing the world. Okay, this thing is not working for people. I'm going to create a solution for them. That's changing the world. Changing somebody's mm-hmm. world anyway. You're changing the world some way, somehow. Right. Don't change the world by doing it the regular way. Mm-hmm. You don't change the world by following uh, all the rules, everyone, because those rules are created by people on their own journey. So mm-hmm. you did something that worked for you. You make it a rule. Mm-hmm. But if yeah, I make your own rules, you you exactly. choose what you do. But I know that we're um coming short on time, but I do want to give you the opportunity for the last question and to um let us know any way that we can like reach you and follow your journey. So my last question is if you had one thing to tell women and girls around the world to encourage them to dream without limitations, what would it be? I would just my advice, my biggest advice is always to tell people, is, this is the simplest question, question in the world, but it's probably the most important. What do you mm-hmm. want to do? Because right. even in the process of creating our dreams or our goals or our vision, whatever you want to call it, we mm-hmm. limit the vision, we limit the dream based on what we, we think it's possible. It's not about what you think you can achieve. It's really about what you really want. If anything was possible, if there was no limitation, if there was no condition, if you Mm -hmm. had the power to create anything, Mm -hmm. what do you want to create? Create your dream from that place, from that place where there is no limit and see the craziest dream that come out there and go for that dream because that's the dream that will change the world, not the one that you can accomplish. If you can do it, it's not that dream. It's not really a dream. A dream Mm -hmm. is something that when you look at it, you feel like, whoa, this is higher than me. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is higher than you. That's why you have to remember that in that journey of going after something higher than you, you have something in you, a, a divine nature in you that will give you all the tools you need to create that something higher than yourself. So that's my I biggest agree. advice. Go for after, after what you really, really want. I agree. Well, we thank you so much. I do want to give an opportunity to let the audience know if they want to reach you or just follow your journey, how can they do that? So to just keep listening to me, you can uh, reach out on Facebook. My name is Crystal Bega on each social media. Actually, my name is Crystal Bega everywhere. You can be Mm -hmm. there. I have a webcast every Wednesday. I have a podcast every other week. So you can start nurturing by listening to me over there. I love for you to join my world and you know, if you have a question, always feel free to DM me on social media. I'm always responsive. I can also give a calendar link where people can book a 30-minute session with me just to see if they can get clear on what they really want. Mm-hmm. Make sure they are really going after the real dream they have, not something that would limit themselves, just making sure. So that's a big step. And I'm going to offer a 30 minutes free consultation for people to help them get clear on that. I love it. I love it. Well, we thank you so much, Christelle, for coming and sharing your story. So empowering, so inspiring to women and girls around the world, especially those who are going to different countries, stepping into environments and doing things that they love to do, essentially. So we thank you for that. Um, We thank thank everyone. Yes, yes. We thank everyone once again for joining um, and tuning in to Made to Dream. Once again, I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and we'll see you next time.